0: Welcome to Financial r and a show dedicated to financial insurance and risk management solutions and trends shaping the market today. Here are your hosts, Ron Borries and Ryan Farnsworth.
1: Well, Welcome back, everyone. This is Ron Borries and I'm here with Ryan Farnsworth and this is the Financial R&R. We just came back a couple of weeks ago from the 2023 ABA Insurance Risk Management Forum. And, you know, Ryan and I were thinking, what well, what a better way to kind of Provide some thoughts and feedback and some takeaways from probably was one of the most important risk management events for the financial institution industry sector. Was the first time the event came back since COVID, I think people were really excited. Participation was high. Certainly couldn't have chosen a better venue. The Omni in Nashville was, was awesome. The hotel was great for business meeting purposes.
0: Well, and whether these conferences are in-person or virtual, it kind of runs with the theme of what we're talking about today, which is cyber risk and what it means for financial institutions. Whether we are back in-person for these type of events or not, cyber risk continues to be prevalent and an area that Alliant continues to invest in. And we brought two of our experts within our cyber vertical with us today, John Loftus and CJ Dietzman. Welcome,
2: Thank you so much. Glad to be here. And and an amazing conference it was. Uh, I think John would agree. A lot of great collaboration. Some of the the topics that were discussed were really well aligned with the new Alliance Cyber Vertical. Some cool stuff. John, what do you think? Yeah, without a doubt.
3: It was a great opportunity to hear directly from a lot of clients and prospects, a lot of the large investment banks, regional banks, alternative asset managers. It's definitely exposure that's still top of mind of all of the risk managers and insurance buyers that we met with.
0: Well, and John and CJ, you represent two of the areas where Alliant is investing. John, really from your perspective and expertise, more on the brokerage side of the discussions from the conference and CJ from the consulting services side, maybe we break those down by going to CJ first and talk about some of the, the client issues that were raised From a cyber consulting perspective, and as we think about helping clients find the more rewarding way to manage cyber risk, in this case, what are some of the things that that were discussed and and things that were takeaways for you following the conference?
2: Sure, Ryan. It's an important question. You know, I think first things first, one of the most exciting takeaways for me was the willingness and openness from clients, from risk managers that we met with who were really ready for the what's next. So, the conversation pivoting solely from focus on cyber insurability, which is critical and it's so core to what we bring to bear every day with our clients from a cyber brokerage and risk transference standpoint, but really taking the conversation up a level and talking about the broader cyber risk management, the integration of security, controls, cyber insurability, cyber insurance, different carrier expectations, different cyber insurance products and models when we bring all of that together, some exciting things can happen. And I think the message that resonated with clients was one of depth and weight around all the things that we're bringing to our clients above and beyond. So certainly world-class brokerage services aligned with carrier expectations, aligned with the market, mastery level understanding with the market, but then coupling that with a perspective on cybersecurity, sort of what we're calling cyber insurability 2.0, Not only calling out challenges and issues that we see on the horizon, but saying, listen, we're here with you hand in hand, jumping in with our clients, focusing on remediation, optimization and enhancement. You know, and and the last thing I'll say, I really want to hear from John, but in the dialogues that we had, you know, clients, while there's still some uncertainty and, and dealing and managing with this hardened cyber insurance market. Many clients uh, have invested heavily in cyber recently, cybersecurity, security, cyber control. So they're saying, listen, we are ready for the what's next. And what does that look like? It's not just a question of, hey, you know, where does it hurt and where do we have control gaps? We've kind of been talking about that for a few years. Many of our clients have remediated some of those burning platform areas. And in fact, there's an expectation of now, how do we leverage all this investment for a better cyber insurability outcome, which I think is really cool and and where Alliant can have the greatest impact. John, what do you think?
3: Yeah, I think based upon our discussions with a lot of these risk managers, I think we did get a sense that we really are aligned with what they're trying to achieve and some of their frustrations with how integrated we are in terms of the broking team and our security consulting team, right? Where I think The comments from some of our competitors were when you know cyber risk consulting people even participated in any of their meetings in the past with regard to risk and insurance, they were really there to think about okay, how can we cross-sell some security service here, where conversely what we're doing is a much more integrated approach to help them with their renewals. Because I think one of the common messages and, and themes in terms of the frustrations from any of the the, the risk managers at these banks was the lack of uniformity in the underwriting process, the application process. They're questioning whether or not they're they're really getting any value from these uh, conference calls that they're customarily conducting with the insurance marketplace. And they don't really feel that they're getting premium credit that's commensurate with the maturity of their information security program Or the investments that they're making. That that was a common feedback and frustration that we heard in terms of this hard market cycle. And I think where we're aligned is our approach to that underwriting process and bringing in the security practitioners to make that underwriting process more efficient, to have that direct line of communication with the chief information security officers and helping them craft their narrative and make sure that the insurance marketplace understands clearly why their program is mature, what investments they're making, why their risk profile is differentiated, and why they should be getting credit for that. What we're trying to achieve was really aligned to address some of the the frustrations that we consistently heard from people at the conference.
1: Yeah, listen, I I would say having had the fortunate opportunity to spend a couple days with both you, John, and and CJ in, in a variety of meetings, both with our existing clients who attended the event and and, uh, and certainly, sort of clients who, who are not with us right now, but but interested in in what we're doing uh, better and, and differently to to again help our folks, our clients find the more rewarding way to manage risk. From my perspective, one of the things that was abundantly clear, you were a pretty popular guy, John. You, you know, people had a lot of great things to say about you from working with you previously in recent times. So so CJ, maybe we could just for for folks that didn't get an opportunity to meet with you at the ABA, maybe you can just talk a little bit about. What's different? What are we doing here? We're we're not looking to be incident response professionals, right? We're we're, we're not necessarily looking to do the work that, you know, certainly there's a lot of very sophisticated and and highly credentialed and
2: experienced firms out there and able to do. Can you just spend a few minutes talking about that? Sure. Absolutely. I sort of see it as, you know, bringing together the best of Alliance cyber capabilities into one vertical But, you know, what I'll say is we're we're talking about a force multiplier here. The concept that, you know, at our core, what Alliant is perhaps best known for is indeed insurance brokerage and specifically cyber insurance brokerage, the risk transfer services. Alliant has had for a long time some incredible talent around cyber brokerage and risk transference. Really, what we're doing is bolstering that and enhancing it, if you will, with other complementary capabilities in the vertical. For example, risk analytics and quantification and this new alliance cyber risk management platform that I was mentioning. Cloud-based technology, non-intrusive, lightweight, which our brokers and our client engagement teams can bring to bear for clients and enable them to take a closer look at sort of that balance sheet risk, the dollars and cents of cyber risk versus the qualitative assessment of just focusing on controls, are they in place, are they not in place, still super important. However, we're enabling our clients and underwriters and certainly our cyber brokers to pivot the discussion to more focus on risk, probability, magnitude, potential loss expressed in a balance sheet manner around cyber risk, leveraging that new platform. So more to come on that, but also bolstering that with consulting and advisory. We're not looking to be a digital forensics and incident response firm. We are here to help our clients navigate and identify an optimal digital forensics and incident response firm that's well aligned not only with their carrier panel expectations, but also the client's industry sector and expectations. Specifically, in consulting and advisory, we can help our clients with risk assessment, incident response readiness, governance and compliance, security architecture and controls, data protection offering them things like CISO on demand, cyber diligence, incident response planning, tabletop exercises. we are uniquely positioned to help our clients there with an incredible team that we're building. The last thing I'll have, and I kind of alluded to this when we were talking about digital forensics and incident response, Ron, is the fact that as sort of an extension of our role as cyber broker, as we help our clients navigate, we can do the same and help them navigate the cybersecurity market. Looking at the right solutions for our clients, whether it's a privileged access management solution, multi-factor authentication, an incident response firm, consultative, collaborative, in partnership with the cyber brokerage team, helping them not only address control-related policy procedures, but also technology gaps that they may have, or technical control gaps, not leveraging us as integrator, that's not who we are, or reseller, that's also not who we are, But again, an extension of our role as broker, helping our clients navigate cybersecurity solutions. So when you look at those four capabilities, risk transfer services, analytics and quantification, consulting and advisory, and then risk and security solutions, our Alliance Cyber ecosystem, pretty cool.
0: And CJ, it's working. Since Alliance Cyber has been implemented over the last several months, we're now having clients go through the process. Of going through the consulting and risk identification process, identifying solutions in ways that they can be more ready, not only to protect their firm, but more ready for an insurance renewal cycle when and if they have insurance in place already. And John, I want to make the pivot to what the cyber insurance market looks like right now, because this particular client that I'm referring to that went through the risk identification process, the risk assessment process, we are going through the options where we were able to procure several more options than we had in the past. And the option that eventually is going to be included has a reduction in the, in the retention from 150000 to 25000 per claim, and the overall premium is going down by over 50%. Those are phenomenal outcomes that is a combination of the work on the consulting services side together with the Sophony market. So maybe, John, you provide your perspective on where, where the market is now from an insurance perspective. How these services can be instrumental in the application process, and then where you foresee the market going in 2023.
3: Yeah, I I think that's exactly right in terms of our integrated approach, right, and getting our security practitioners involved in the the crafting of our submission and our negotiations with these underwriters. It's really been a win-win, right? And while we feel that you know we're best positioning our clients at all times. I mean, we've also gotten good feedback candidly from the the insurance marketplace. We're also helping them get the information they need and spending the time to really walk them through the information security program and making sure nothing's misrepresented or mischaracterized, which we've often found with clients that we've recently started working with. There were many clients who were not getting credit for the maturity of their information security program, the investments that they'd made. We had uh, underwriters that were confused about where things stood, and we've eradicated all that and best positioned our clients, but given the underwriters the ability to properly document their files and give us premium credit where it is due based upon you know how mature a lot of these financial institutions are that we're working with and our newer clients. So we're, we're definitely seeing that. We feel that we're all our negotiations are empowered because of our integrated approach. Because of the security practitioners that are working with our placement brokers, we don't view what we do yeah, as a commodity, right? We're not here just to drive. We're just solely focused one dimensionally on price. We're here to, to share actionable guidance on what we're seeing in terms of claims, how they can continue to be better protected, how they prioritize their security investment. But I think what we're also focused on right now is coverage. and. There's a lot going on there, right? That's such a moving target. And we're starting to see some of the carriers introduce a new exclusionary language, but there's a lot of challenges with that in terms of some of the ambiguity, some of the more onerous war exclusionary language that's hitting the marketplace. Some of the more onerous exclusionary language associated with infrastructure, where they're starting to add in security exchanges, things like that, that are very problematic for our clients and that some of the banks that we spoke with weren't even really cognizant of some of these changes hitting the marketplace yet. Yeah,
1: no, I I think it felt like we were one of the only firms represented at the ABA that brought our senior claims person. What I thought was really interesting and clients continue to be really frustrated with the claims process and the services they're getting. And from my perspective and, and from what I picked up or took away from the ABA, yeah, listen, the, the really big clients are getting a lot of great resources, right? We all know that for those of us who've spent time in, in other organizations, right? But what I thought was really interesting was with some of the the, the mid-sized businesses and, and even what's, who some might categorize as smaller businesses, that, that, that seems to be where the drop off is. And yeah, I think at one point I even heard somebody suggest this trend in the market where people are going to start charging customers for claim services. I mean, that's something that we have always offered as a courtesy to our customers. And certainly something that we have no plans at all of, of charging extra fees for claims resources. Because again, you know we want to make sure that we get the coverage right on the front end. We want to make sure we're providing the right advice and consultative risk services to help best present your risk to the marketplace. But then at the end of the day, like we want to make sure we help our clients recover and work with the insurance carriers to get that policy proceed. That they feel like they've rightfully purchased through this risk transfer product. So it's really amazing to me you know, communication, process, lack of specialty resources. As we know, right, we've had lawyers on our team that specialize in both uh, cyber policy wording and cyber claims response and advocacy. We also have policy wording attorney who works very closely with our brokers. In, in looking at policy language and making sure that we're really pushing the market for what we would consider, you know, terms and conditions that exceed sort of the general market standards. But I think just those continued investments that we continue to make to me was really sort of eye-opening and, and really sort of stuck out when we were kind of looking at and talking to these folks compared to conversations they were having with other uh, participants. So with that, we'll we'll wrap up this session. Uh, thanks again, CJ and John, for joining us. You know, for all those folks who are listening in who who took the time to meet with us while we're at the ABA, we really appreciate that. And and for those of you that we didn't get a chance to spend some time with, we'd be happy to to do so at any time in the near future, whether it's in your offices or ours. Thank you all for listening. If you're interested in learning more about Alliant, you can visit our website at www.alliant.com. That's it for now. We'll talk again soon.